Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Gals. Today I have with me Jasmine Greenaway. Hello. Jasmine, what do you do here at Microsoft? I'm a cloud developer advocate. So I feel like I've had a lot of cloud developer advocates and it's because like 50% of our group is like women in tech, which is really rare and impressive. Yes. So I have a lot of options to pick amazing women to interview. So what, what does that even mean, a cloud developer advocate? Well, the way I like to describe it is that a cloud developer advocate, or CDA for short, is a person who advocates for the cloud with words, English, English written um, or, or spoken, like in talks um, or workshops, and then with code. Mm. So I want to show, I want to show you code that helps you understand what you can do with Azure and the limitations and the boundaries and the, uh, all the cool things you can do. There's so many, there's just so many things you can do in Azure and I want to use my, the things that I already know, things that I've known, I've learned throughout the course of my career to show developers how they could use Azure 2 in the best ways that they can. Do you also work with like um, product groups to make the tech better? Like you know the pains and struggles of a developer. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that is part of our job. So part of our job is you know we we go out to these conferences and we're talking with folks and we're like just having a general conversation and they'll you know once they open up to us they give us like you know really like good sometimes terse and, and sometimes very honest feedback and we and our part of our job is to take that back to you know our pms um and just you know uh those who are uh responsible for for funneling that feedback and and uh transporting the right people so that change can happen so that developers can feel more comfortable getting to getting started with azure or uh being more uh, comfortable with and integrating extra things or other things into their workflow and just mm -hmm. making their lives easier. Yeah. Well, it's your specialty. .NET. So okay. I, sp I specifically write a lot of a lot of C sharp. So um, so I um, but in terms of .NET, I like to work a lot with um, web apps like MVC, um, and I also like working with like desktop apps, native stuff. Ooh. So yeah. Fun. Yeah. So before Microsoft, where were you, and how did you get? To Microsoft. So I was at GitHub. Um, I was working on the editor tools team, which was um, pretty much a team where we take your GitHub experience and put it into your favorite ID or text editor. Okay. And I worked on the extension for the GitHub extension for Visual Studio. Oh. So in um, so shameless plug, uh, yeah. <laughs> GitHub extension for Visual, Visual Studio, you can make pull requests. You can comment on. Um, Online, like make inline comments. Uh -huh. um, you can make your own a new repo. You can um, make a gist. You just uh, highlight a bunch of code, right click, make a gist, and it's there ready for you on your account as long as. So I you should go install it, right? Yeah, definitely install <laughs> it. Check it out, and it's also open source. So if you have an issue with it, you can also always go in and make an issue or um, fix it. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Yeah. So how did you get to Microsoft? So uh, I got to Microsoft. Um, the same way I got to GitHub, actually. It's a really funny story. So um, I was speaking at um, a conference called .NET Fringe. Um, it was one of the first conferences of its type to uh, kind of promote uh, open source and .NET and mm -hmm. that intersection. And I went there, my first year I went there as a volunteer. And I met somebody there who uh, introduced me to uh, some folks at GitHub. Um, and I ended up at a job, and ended up there in, er, in 2015 or sorry, 2016. And then um, two years later, I came back as a speaker to .NET Fringe. Nice. And I spoke, and um, my manager now, uh, my manager was, my, man, my now manager was a person who uh, asked me, to, like, have, have you thought about working at Microsoft? And I'm like, yes. Like you walked off the stage? 
and then they approached you. Yeah. And like, have you ever thought it was, about it? It was really funny. So after my talk, you know, you know, was, you know, I got a few people who were like, "Oh, I really enjoyed your talk." And what then was your talk about? It was a talk about um, UI automation. Okay. Test UI, UI automation. So the thing with us as developers, we love to like you know test things and make sure that the one thing <laughs> that we fixed works, yeah. like whether it be a bug or a feature, mm -hmm. but. Um, Sometimes that, you know, with that laser vision, we have an issue not seeing the whole entire picture. So maybe something is regressed or something else is broken and we just don't realize mm -hmm. it. And that was a problem that we were coming across um, in our very small team at GitHub. So I wrote this UI automation um, framework to kind of like alleviate that stress. So I, um, after I got off the stage, Scott Hansman came up to me um, and he was like, hey, uh, Hey, uh, some people are, want to talk to you about your your, your talk, and you know, just uh, just be open minded. Just be open minded. And for me, being a .NET developer um, for a very uh, for about eight years now, um, I knew that at some point I would make my way to Microsoft. At one point or another, okay. I was going to end that up here. That was always a plan. Yeah, that All was right. a plan. Right. So um, so I just didn't know what happened so soon. Uh -huh. And so uh, I got back home, um, and uh, I had a DM from my manager Scott Caton, who's like. Hey, have you? What's what's your what's your uh, schedule looking like? You want to come nice. come in for an interview? Let's chat. And so I was like, okay, that's some good advice. Give a talk <laughs> at a conference. Have a Twitter account. Keep yes. open DMs. Yes, <laughs> yes. And uh, and the job uh, offers will come in. Right, yeah. for real. It's like it's all about saying yes and kind of making yourself a little uncomfortable. I've always been nervous mm -hmm. about public speaking, but that's definitely going away yeah. now because like throw part you of in my there. job. Yeah, yeah. and that's you awesome. know, just like being uncomfortable really opens your yourself to like so many doors mm -hmm. and there's so many opportunities oh, that you yeah. didn't realize were oh, there. Yeah, for so. sure. That's great. So, so yeah. before all this GitHub, Microsoft <laughs> Magic and .NET French, let's go back. Let's go back in time. Yes. Baby Jasmine. What was your first introduction to tech tech? Um, so my first introduction to tech was technically um, my one of my sister's um, close friends. Um, she we got so we got this new computer and we got a printer and there were times where the printer just wouldn't print. <laughs> and so this uh, woman, her name is Kansi. Uh, I'll never forget her. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know, where, I hope she's doing well now. I haven't spoken to her in years. But she would come in and she we would we'd call her and she'd come in and she would do her magic. And I would just kind of watch her. And a lot of it was just like restarting the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, sometimes she would you know, go, into, uh, go into device settings and things like yeah. that. And I was like, OK, cool. And eventually, you know, she helped me learn how to like fix it myself. Yeah. And then um, and when we got, so at that point we didn't have the internet yet. We didn't, um, um, we hadn't bought the internet yet. But then um, like about a, like maybe like a year later, we finally had AOL. Yeah. Um, uh -uh. Oh, that's my ringtone. It's so <laughs> great. Serious? Yeah. <laughs> How much was it? How'd you buy it? It, it was like 99 cents in the iTunes store. I was just yeah, like, I gotta have that. this. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Whenever it goes off, like everyone's like, what's that sounds so familiar? What is that? <laughs> that is great. <laughs> but I had AOL and um, I came across um, this uh, site called GeoCities. Now, before I actually uh, got we actually started using the internet, I had this, um, my mom bought this uh, this this program called Coral, like Coral, Coral Suite, mm -hmm. which is pretty much, um, it's like a, kind of like um, the Microsoft um, suite where you have like Word and stuff like that. So Coral had their, its own thing. It was okay. called like, you know, it had like its own word processor, presentation, 
kind of stuff. And so I used that um, to like make these, I used presentation to make these like silly slideshows. Mm -hmm. So they had like all these like cool clip arts with like, you know, blank faces. You can like put like all kinds of weird faces on that. Uh -huh. And I called it like the ugly show because it was just like these like random so you're, faces. You were a cartoon artist <laughs> yeah. at one point. Yeah. Okay. So I was just like putting like random clip arts, like kind of like Mr. Potato Head <laughs> <laughs> like this clip art. And so I was like, I want to put these on the internet. And so I came across GeoCities, like, okay, fine, I can do it. And so I like would put them on GeoCities, and I don't think anybody ever, anybody ever like went to them because like they had like I had like a guest book and no one ever, no one ever signed it. Aww. But then I eventually like made sites about like, my favorite bands and just like random things. I think I made one about pickles because I love like pickled foods and like fermented things. I, it's like my thing. Uh, <laughs> How old were you when you're doing like this? eleven? That is so 10. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. And then that. Eventually, trans went into um, to um, when like when LiveJournal came out. Um, I was um, making like custom like layouts for friends, and I got like paid for it nice. a little bit, you know. And then um, and then I eventually uh, got uh, went to like MySpace, and so I was like making like you know little like layouts for friends and things like that. Yeah. And so, but at the end of the day. I didn't think that I would ever want to be like a so uh, computer scientist, mm -hmm. software engineer, web developer. My lifelong dream was to be a um, meteorologist. Oh! So um, I watched the movie Twister, and that changed my life. <laughs> I really wanted to like study the weather. I didn't want to be on TV, but I just kind of wanted to like do what they were doing, like throw some like these like these computers, these little tiny computers in the air and like... <laughs> Read the temperature for the twister coming into right, town. And right, exactly. And just like go across like, you know, just remote areas of the earth and like study the climate That's and stuff awesome. like that. That's awesome. What happened? Um, Did I, you go to school for that? I went to school for that. That's I awesome. went to this college named uh, Embry-Riddle uh, Aeronautical University. Um, it was initially a school for pilots and then eventually it started um, uh, adding more programs so you can go there you can pretty much go there to be a rocket scientist at this point now nice. um, and they had um, a meteorology program and I went there with a minor in computer science because it kind of gives you a competitive competitive edge as mm -hmm. a researcher mm -hmm. so I was taking these CS classes and I'm like I like this better uh, <laughs> and so like I, I stopped at, at, atmosphere, at atmospheric physics and I was like okay I've had enough this is this is interesting stuff but I'm gonna finish this class and I'm gonna move on to, to CS, and, nice. and so basically I ended up minoring in meteorology. So and you switched it. Yeah, very swamped. Okay. And, then, and so my, my official degree is um, software engineering, uh -huh. so. so yeah. With a minor in meteorology. In, in minor <laughs> meteorology. <That's> so awesome. <laughs> what was it about the computer science class that made you say, I love this? Like, oh. What were you doing that you made, it just sparked an interest? Oh man, so I started, I took this Perl class and part of the um, one of our assignments was to make a, a like a calculator, mm -hmm. and I was like, "This is really neat." And yeah. I was like, I was so proud of myself when I was done. I got like a good grade, and I like took a look. And I was like, "I like this better." I built something, right? Yeah, I built this, and it does equations, right? It's amazing, right? And yeah. like, I would take it home to my parents and be like, "Mom, look, God, look, look what, what I, I did!" Mean. Yeah, did they even believe you, or they like, "What? No, that's a computer they, program." Right? They were like, "We don't know what <laughs> this is, but we're happy for you." <laughs> That you're so excited. Right, exactly. We're, We're excited that you're excited. Yeah. So, you know, keep up the good work. And so I realized, I was like, this is, I feel more fulfilled, like, building these things mm -hmm. than, you know, figuring out all these equations or, you know, um, 
or like sitting, you know, spending a lot of time on a calculator. And I mean, I, I still like find like weather's very fascinating, you know, like the hurricane season, I'm like, I'm like on it. I'm, like, I know, you were talking that. to us about that before and I was like, why does she know so much? <laughs> like the hot weather pots make this, do you do this? Like, this is a passion, obviously <laughs> it, it yeah. is, that's amazing. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I still love it, but um, building stuff is definitely where where I I saw myself mm -hmm. in the future, nice. you know, when I thought, because when I was in college, I was like, do I want to do this for the rest of my life? Like, what do I, what do I want? Like, what do I want out of my yeah. life? You know, like, what what's going to make me happy? How am I going to be happy after I finish college? Because, nice. you know, you know, I'm in You're a very I'm a mature. <laughs> 20-something-year-old. <laughs> I'm impressed. I was like, you know, I'm, like, I'm going to the real world, and yeah. I know it's going to be different, and I want to be, you know, happy. So I, I really thought about it for a long time. My mom's like, my mom definitely was just like, you know, I went to a private school. My mom's like, this is really exp expensive, <laughs> like, move. Like, you went to this school because, because, you know, it was one of the closest schools for meteorology. Like, do you want to just come back, like, you know, like back to your hometown and you know and finish CS and I was like no let's do it here I'm I'm already in it let's just let's just, just do it, it. yeah <laughs> was it out of state tuition okay it was in, it was in state, state but it was, but it was but private, so, it was private. Okay. so um it was a little pricey yeah, but yeah. um I, I wouldn't change it for the world nice so, that's a great yeah. experience I love that what was your first job out of college um so my first job was um this company that it was like a internet as a service platform for um, municipalities and um, organizations to send out um, alerts to those who might sign up to their notification service. Okay. So it was um, pretty much like, oh, maybe there's a festival happening or maybe there's an emergency situation. Mm -hmm. um, someone, someone was responsible for, um, somebody who had bought the service was responsible for logging into a site and sending out a detailed message or like whether it be a voice message or a text message mm -hmm. or an okay. email cool. and um, alerting those who have signed up for the service. Oh, so you worked on that? Yeah, so okay. I worked on, so I worked, at that point I, it was pretty much like a full stack developer. So the, the story is, is that I ended up working there as a part-time intern mm -hmm. and they hired me full-time. And so I was doing a lot of um, JavaScript, C Sharp. I learned like a lot. So, um, and that was around the time when like, a, jQuery started coming out. So like um, there was like, a lot of cool things you could do yeah. and like a lot of interactive things. So it was a lot of fun. I had like a lot of, I had like, I learned a lot and I had like a really great mentor and um, she and her and I will try and keep in touch every once in a while. Nice. Um, and I always tell her like, thank you so much for like sitting behind me and like looking at me. And like, and, that, and I was at that point I was writing like VB.net. Yeah. And so it was like a really great segue into like C Sharp because eventually the whole like team um, moved into C Sharp. And oh, it was just okay. like a really great like, a great like um, great transition for nice. me into that, and she like was really great at helping me that every step of the way. That's awesome. So how long were you there for? So I was there for about like two years. Okay. So and I then what was the next role? So I went to Sears Home Improvement Products. Oh, and how did that happen? So I I was just ready to be kind of so um, where I was living at the time. I was living in Florida, and I was living in this area called. Um, uh, Port Orange, which is right outside of this area, Daytona Beach, where they have Daytona 500 and all that. And I was just like, I want to be a little bit closer to Orlando. So, um, which is like about maybe like an hour, hour west from, from Daytona Beach. Okay. So I was just like, you know what, I'm going to just uh, apply some jobs in the area, see what happens, get, get some feelers out there. And Sears was like, yes, let's hire you. Come, come over, come, come, come to our side. Nice. And at that, that point, um, it was a really good exercise and just learning experience in time management because I was working on a web app and I was working on some WinForm apps and I was oh, also okay. doing like some customer service stuff like what's you know you said you said you said this ticket saying that this thing is not working like what's not working yeah. can we get some screenshots and that kind of thing and I would 
part of my job sometimes was, go, was to go in and fix it. Wow. So, so that's yeah. interesting. You always forget that every single company has a huge tech org within it. Yeah. You, know? so you never think, Sears, tech. No, wait, obviously yes. Sears Tech, like they yeah. need support, right. they build apps, they have websites. Exactly, yeah. and the same thing happened at my next job. Um, so at that point I was like, okay, Orlando's cool, I'm ready to get out of Florida. So nice. I, I came home one day, I sat at my coffee table, I spent five hours working on um, cover letters and redoing my resume, and I applied to all over the US, so I applied mostly like San Francisco, um, Chicago, like any like big, large, big yeah, okay. big cities, and I applied to New York. Um, and how I, many resumes do you think you sent out? I think I sent out um, maybe like about like I think like ten. Okay. And I was like, okay, but whatever. every customized like custom letter, okay. So yeah. Just took your there was one I made. Where was one I made a mistake where I accidentally sent a cover letter that I meant for another one. Ooh. It was like whoop, and they Ooh. they definitely said no the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Shut sorry. Shut down. It's like my bad. Okay, oh, <laughs> I totally awesome. deserve that. But the in, but the cover letter that I sent. Um, to that the cover letter that cover letter that I sent to them was actually did go to the company that it was intended for, and I got hired there. So I ended up at Rockstar Games, and Ooh. I worked on um, some internal stuff I really can't talk about, but I was also <laughs> writing .NET. Gaming so. is very secret. They don't <laughs> tell you anything. They don't, and they you sign NDA on NDA yeah, on, before yeah. you even walk in. They're yeah. like, no, you gotta sign this thing. Okay, <laughs> one one gaming question: Did you get free games? I did. I did, and worth it. My I got my name in credits. I, my name is on the PC, um, PS4, and Xbox One versions of um, GTA V. So, so what was the transition from web apps and websites to gaming? That well, seems drastic. Well, it wasn't too different for me because a lot of my stuff was like, it was part of um, asset management. Mm. So, and that's as far as I got. So I didn't really have to like fully immerse myself okay. into like the whole like, like uh, graphics, graphics, and all that yeah. Stuff. Okay. So it wasn't like too intense, but a lot of my stuff was but still, still asset management for a game is probably intense. Oh yeah, huge like game terabytes of, of stuff. Right, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. so um, part of my job was um, was still like you know web stuff. So mm -hmm. um, it didn't really like all the skills that I had in my previous job. Like it still like apply at Rockstar. Yeah. How long so, were you there for? So I was there for about I think like maybe a year and a half. Uh huh. So, and still in the back of your mind, were you still always like Microsoft? I'm gonna come to Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so um, and at that point, yeah. And then um, I was also at that same time um, when I moved to New York, I started, I went to grad school. I, um, oh. I did grad school online at uh, University of West Florida. Because, nice. you know, for me, I was just like, I can't afford to, you know, uh, really quit my job. Yeah. So I did it online. I found, I, I found a um, solution and I, uh, to take, my cl take these classes online and that yeah. worked out really well for me. So, um, so I, I was thinking about um, considering like putting feelers out there when I graduated and, mo mm -hmm. and moving on. But then the opportunity came to me when I went to .NET Fringe, yes. um, and yeah, it was like a really interesting story. Like, yeah, I was, um, I was uh, just took a chance, and I just yeah. went to Portland to this conference. Because uh, that was around 2014 when like um, .NET was um, when the announcement made that the .NET was going open source mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go and see what happens. I don't know what's gonna happen. So I, I got like a really cheap Airbnb at Airbnb in this uh -huh. very like this like hostel type like 
listing and uh -huh. like at the same time there was like a beer festival going on so like so it was like it was so it was like a bunch of like four bunk beds in like one room wow. and so it's like me with all these other people like going and you were like interning beer. right i uh sorry were you interning at dot net fringe were you speaking i was i was volunteering, volunteering. At that so volunteering. yeah that was their, that was their first year okay so i was like you know you know I don't like tickets are really expensive for me right now. I'm like, let me volunteer my yeah. time, and yeah, that worked out really well. I did. And I'm really glad. You to get up now. You're Microsoft. Yeah, love it. That's a great story. <laughs> what was your master's in? Um, software engineering. Okay. So yeah. So how long did it take you? Two years. Yeah, two okay. years. Okay. So yeah, yeah, just a lot of lot of writing, a lot of researching, yeah. and um, yeah, and it was all, and I I don't regret it. I it really was another exercise in like time management, yeah. no, knowing that there were some times I had to give up weekends, you yeah. know, and it really sucked for someone who was new to the city to have to like say oh i, I can't, can't go, go to that out. party yeah. i can't go out i gotta, I gotta study i gotta study that's great you gotta so, push yeah. yourself i love it yeah it was worth it it yeah. was all worth it <laughs> she's gonna be running some group she's gonna be vp one day i promise you all right time for our lightning round let's wrap this up with with 10 questions i got written down here all right ready don't even think about it okay coffee or tea coffee star wars or star trek star trek first thing you do in the morning that you wake, first thing you do in the morning before you start working? Look in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> what to eat today? Yep. One thing you spend money on that makes your life easier? Um, delivering groceries, getting gross, my groceries delivered. What, I, what, what do you use? What's I, I use this um, app called Fresh Direct. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's just for me, that's like one of like the chores like I hate doing yeah. is like going Especially in New York shopping. City, it's super hard. Oh gosh, and it's so packed. Yeah. And um, so I'm just like, order my groceries, get it get straight to my door yep. and like Love just it. be set. <laughs> Worst buyer remorse. Oh man, smartwatch. Um, I just don't need it. I don't need to like be so buzzed and yeah, yeah. attached to my phone. Yeah. Like I'm like at the point now where I'm like turning off most like notif notification yeah. on my phone. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah, I have to have it shut off. It's like, text so overwhelming. Is the only thing I get. Yeah, I, it was too overwhelming. Biggest online time waster. Oh man, um, ads. And <laughs> I so on Instagram, I, they've been like really good at like tailoring ads just for me. Uh -huh. And so I spend a lot of time like being like, "Ooh, what's this? What's that?" Really? What's, yeah. And I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta stop. I don't need to buy all these things. And like, you know, I'm spending my time like thinking, I'm like, "What would this look on me?" Or well, how would my face look if I bought this makeup? And I'm oh, just that's like, so "No." True. I do fall for the Facebook one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, like your friends can't. liked it, and I was like, "Oh, they did." Yeah, okay. yeah you're <laughs> yeah. right. I do fall for that. Yeah, I was just like, I gotta stop. What so. was the last thing you fell for? Um, the last thing I fell for. Um, actually worked out really well. I got this. Um, I found this uh, this uh, hair care product, like this hair this hair care set. Uh, like like they tailor it to you, so like you pick like, oh, what's your hair like? What's your hair composition like? Mm. And you know what what problems are you facing? And it actually worked really? out really well. And yeah. I'm like, I'm, I actually ordered a second like a second um, a second uh, shipment of it because it nice. was like great. <laughs> so people are always like, I don't want them to know my information. I'm like, I'm okay with tailored ads. Like yeah. if it's like something I need, yes, then. Hook it up, but I don't like it when I search for it and I bought it and it's still showing. Yeah, oh, oh, it's the worst. Man, that's right. so annoying. Oh. Or I'm just researching it and it's showing me the same things I've already researched. Like, come on, absolutely. Give me something fresh in there. Right. right. That's some <laughs> advice for you ad people out there. Um, favorite app. My favorite app is. Um, I would say it's over this app called Overcast. So um, they are it's um, a app for podcasts, mm -hmm. and I like it because I can like kind of tailor the speed and okay. like I think you can do that on the I I have an iPhone, so I think you do that on the iOS podcast uh -huh. one. 
But uh, there was, I think, and I think the thing that appealed to me most is that I can, it's easy for me to share episodes, easier for me to share episodes and um, also share like my playlists and okay. like with others. So okay. I think that's why I, I have it. I, I haven't, I haven't opened the iTunes podcast or the uh, other app in a while, like in a the while, native one. Yeah. So I don't know what's like now, but yeah. Overcast, um, I'm used to it and that's my thing. Right. <laughs> What's your favorite weather app? My favorite weather app is just uh, the iTunes weather. I, oh, the oh, iPhone one? Yes, yeah. but I also do love Weather Underground's uh -huh. uh, radar, so I have their radar app. Okay. Um, but it's like very, very beefy, so like you gotta be like you gotta be very, very careful. Interested in knowing that yeah. kind of information. Right, yeah. but it's like really, it works really well for me because like I'll look at, I'll look at like the, the, the iOS weather app, and I'm like, okay, so is it raining or not? Like, you know, 40% chance of rain. Let me look at the radar. Let me see where the rain actually nice. is. So I'm like, okay, so I can be prepared, like yeah, for, yeah. for real. Yeah. Like if I'm going out for an hour, I don't need my umbrella. Mm -hmm. I'll make it back before the rain yeah, comes. Yeah. So, That's smart. Yeah. I need you. I'm gonna text you from now on. <laughs> is it good to go outside without a jacket? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, what is a story of adversity that taught you a valuable lesson? Um, working remotely. Yeah. So uh, my first experience working remotely was at GitHub. Um, I had a team, we were a team of uh, four or five, um, and most of my team was um, in uh, the EU, so like about six hours ahead of me. Oh, wow. So um, learning how to reorganize, or, uh, reorganize my schedule around like the times where I need to like collaborate with them. Okay. And it was like a really, it's been, it's still like a process for me, like, you know, learning what works and what doesn't with my time management yeah. and like my task list. So I've never, I rarely work from home. I have to be physically here a lot of the time. What is that like? Do you put a set schedule? Do you have to be like, I'm not gonna touch my computer between these hours because that's my my own time. Uh -huh. like when I go home, I bear, I like look at my phone and that's it. Mm -hmm. like I'm not opening up my laptop too much. Right. So, because I give you my time here, I don't want to give you my time elsewhere. Okay. So, <laughs> how does it work for working from home? How do you separate the two and not feel so stressed that you have to do all this work when you're at home? And mm -hmm. how do you divide it? So I learned. So um, toward the end of my time at GitHub, I learned this really great. Um, great process that, uh, actually but my, my manager at the time at GitHub uh, helped me out with. She said, pick three things, three things that you need to get done today mm -hmm. or you really want to get done today and then add some stretch goals after that. Okay. And know that, and you know, also always at the end of your day, reflect like, why didn't those other things get done? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, did what was your blockers? And you know, do you need to like, figure out, assess whether or not you need to ask for help. Okay. And so doing that really like, really gives me like laser focus, uh -huh. especially especially when you're working from home, it's so it's so easy to kind of like go off on tangents because you're by yourself. Like I feel like when you're in like an office setting, yeah. um, everyone, like just the environment and like the general morale of the group is like work, 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 yeah. you know, heads down. Um, and, but when you're by yourself, it's so easy to say like, oh, there's, and like I live in New York, so like I pretty much live in a shoebox. So like where I work is also the kitchen. So I'm like looking across from the fridge every yeah. day, and like the di there's dishes, and there might be dirty dishes, yeah. and I can just be like, oh wait, these dishes are dirty. Let me just mm. wash them, or the cat's yeah. bothering yeah, me. Yeah. So um, for me, like being able to like say these are things I need to focus on, and mm -hmm. then um, and just going for it. And so what I what, and so in addition to that, I also use a Pomodoro timer. 
And that basically um, is just a timer for, um, you set 30 minutes to like dedicate yourself to like one thing. Okay. And then um, when the timer goes off, you take, maybe take a five minute break and then you can go again for another 30 minutes. Okay. So um, that's been really helpful for me. It was like, oh, that timer's going off, you know, let me, let me focus in. And then, so I have one that's integrated into um, my browser. And so when it's on, I can't, I have it filtered out to, um, from, I have it, uh, Block. I have a block other like um, sites I need to go to. Oh. So like Twitter, anything that nice. anything that can be a distraction, yeah. um, it blocks it. So it's like, nope, get back to work. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's a good so, one. So so yeah. And then now at the end of the day, there are there are definitely some days where I definitely work a little bit uh, too late. But for me, what I've learned is that having like a like an evening plan. So like I'm like I'm so excited to go play this game mm -hmm. or I'm excited to go, you know, hang out with my friends. It's like having something to do at the end of the day yeah. like when it's like after That's work. That's when you're like I'm done. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I have to close my laptop because yeah. I have I have, I have to go. To go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sweet. That's good advice. Yeah. Uh, last question, what's your advice for the younger generation that want to get involved in tech? Ooh. Oh, man. That's uh, uh so many so many things I could say. I would say try doing one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. You see something really cool, maybe on the internet or something that that like that that looks really interesting. Maybe let's say pixel art. Um, that's something I'm trying to learn right now. Uh -huh. um, um, just one thing at a time. Like look at like try to make maybe like a happy face with a pixel, and then you know kind of build on that, and like yeah. you know make it make it incremental so that you can be the so the point that you're at that you may maybe you'll stop at and come back to it. You get you'll be proud of it mm -hmm. and be like, okay, I learned how to make. An actual like character with pixel art, and now um, and I want to make it into a sprite. I want to make it animated, mm -hmm. but I have to do all these other things. Let me come back to it. But I'm really proud that I did this one yeah. thing. So just like one thing at a time. Um, it's really important, especially with um, so many tools and like frameworks and things now. It's overwhelming. It's so overwhelming, yeah. and so you have to just like take piece by piece, bit I love by that. bit. Yeah, that's so. solid advice. Because <laughs> when I look at the holistic, I'm like, oh yeah. I freeze. Yeah. And you think, oh, I'm going to make a calculator app. I'm going to make a pixel animation. Like, let me just focus. Then yeah. you can get it done. Yeah. That was great. Love the advice. Love your story. Thank you so much for being on, Gals. Thank you for having me. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye. You're so cool. <laughs> Dude, you should get your PhD, too. This should be your next thing. I would love to. It's just, oh, man. It I know, so right? much work. Yeah, I know. That's like a seven-year commitment. Right? <laughs> <laughs>